Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Stuff. Let's say, Jim. Hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm much better now. I have to fall asleep at the wheel at the traffic light before I got here. So disturbing. So disturbing. I don't know if it was seconds, minutes. I know it wasn't an hour, that's for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't be here then. I told you, if I was behind you, it would yeah, be like two seconds. Yeah, probably give me a little <laughs> tap in the ass. Get out of my way. Yep. Old man falling asleep. That's it. Old man. <laughs> Nothing but knuckles. Nothing but knuckles. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm glad you woke up and drove here safely. Oh, I had to get here because I have a. we have an exciting show today, ladies and gentlemen, who, boys who do we and have girls. Today? Who do we have? We have... The man, the myth, and he's not, a, and he's a legend. He's he is a, a legend. Myth, he's a legend. All right, Nigel McFarland. We've had him on the show years ago. We did. Yeah, when they first started doing uh, podcasts, he was on the show. Nigel, how is it that we look older since the last time we had you on the show, but you don't? Jesus, that's right, right? Because he <laughs> he enjoys island yeah. time. You know, uh, I island does island time. Nigel, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks, we appreciate buddy. it. Thank you. No problem. Right. Pleasure to be here, guys. So, so, yeah, let's tell everybody what, uh, or we can let Nigel tell us what he does. Yeah, well, I can, I'll start it, and then he's going to let him jump right. in. So just to let you fill your people in that um, I've known Nigel now for almost uh, five or six years, I would say. No, what am I saying? Longer than that. Really? Yeah. No, and um, we kept in touch. And as we know, when we had him on the show, yep. I was in the process of getting solar power. Yep. So we got solar power. We talked about this, that, the other thing. Mm-hmm. And now we've reached a new age of solar power. Um, a lot of people out there are seeing more ads of it. Um, we're seeing so-called rebates. Um, it, there's a huge push now to get more solar. And um, there's a lot of things that are going on with it. And it's very, very interesting. The reason why I have Nigel on the show because – if I may say, um, Nigel is not a kind of guy who blows any kind of smoke. Right. Um, he's a, he, he's a fact check guy, which I love about him. Mm-hmm. Anything he says, you can research. It's all backed up. Um, and we, I wanted him on the show to give a, a true insight to the homeowners about solar power because a lot of them, as Nigel and I have talked about it before, are swayed or persuaded uh, falsely. On some of the advertisements that's going on. Sure. And what we also want to talk about is the future of solar power, where it's going, where we are, and, you know, what's coming, what's coming, what's coming around the corner. Right. So I thought it was very important that he was on the show today. Um, and I I'm agree. And i could do it. So thanks, buddy, for making the show up, making it here. And uh, let's talk, bud. So, you know, let's fill the audience in about you and what you're doing, and we'll go from there. Yeah, no problem. So um still doing the same thing. Um as I as I mentioned before. <coughs> excuse me. Um I work with quite a few different suppliers because I've never found, you know, one company uh in a position to solve uh the various problems that people have or the challenges that they have. Um so um I, 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 I figured out pretty early on that it's best to kind of um network with uh with different suppliers. So that I'd, I could actually customize solutions to meet the needs of customers. So um, I've been working mostly with, I've been working more with Sonova over the past, uh, I'd say past two years. I still do some amount of SunPower um, and a few other smaller um, suppliers, but um, I'd say primarily uh, Sonova. The re- main reason um, I've been doing more Sonova is that as far as the quality of the panels are concerned, well, 
the efficiency issue across you know all these brands that you hear about is really negligible in terms of um, efficiency. I mean, SunPower stands out. There may be you know a few percentage points higher than the others in terms of efficiency, but if you get a lot of sun, then you might not want to go for like a, you know a premium brand um, as long as you're getting the uh, the performance, right? Right. Okay. So um, yeah, back to Sonova. So one of one of the main things I, I like with Sonova is that I remember when I started off. Uh, you know, I worked for this really crazy company when we started off. I mean, I won't even go into the stories, but one story stuck out. It's the, uh, um, they always wanted us to push leases. And I don't know if it's because back then, this is maybe four or five years ago, they weren't very familiar with how to uh, sell, you know, the loan option. So everyone was trained on leases. And I had a, quite a few people interested in loans. A while after maybe six months, eight months into it, we started doing loans. But the main reason was because there's a lot of pushback. When you're thinking about financing a system, obviously you're gonna have a debt on your credit. And if you're doing a lease, well then no, you don't really have a debt on your credit because you don't own anything. So unless you default and you've got uh, you know, a debt to clear up, then you really don't have, um, say, a, a balance on your credit saying you, know, you, you owe this company a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. So Sonova has a very nice financing option where when you finance the system through them, there is really no footprint on your DTI or your debt to income. So if you wanted to finance hmm. a system up to $150,000, there's absolutely no debt to income, excuse me, on your credit. Um, and that's a pretty cool thing because you don't hear about stuff like that. And you're talking about financing a, a solar system at like 0.99% APR with good credit. So uh, that's one of the main things. Also the low interest rate, the 0.99%, that's definitely a, a, a good deal. And as far as the equipment is concerned, it comes down to the installers, right? Because Sonova is primarily a finance company. And uh, so they work with different installers in different areas. I work primarily through uh, Elite on in North Haven and, uh, and also with Brilliant Solar. Uh, these are two pretty solid companies. They have really tight operations and they, they, they you know, they, 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 they're using tier one panel, right? So um, we've been mostly, uh, I think we're mostly uh, installing Hanwha's. Um, a what? I'm and, sorry, uh, you get that. What? Hanwha. It's a, it's a, it's a, I believe it's a Korean brand. Uh, panel. Okay. It's a tier one panel. Pretty good efficiency. Pretty good warranties. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and also, they have a 25-year comprehensive warranty, not just manufacturing, but also for labor for 25 years. And that's also not something that's very common. Typically, you're getting 10 years on labor and 25 years manufacturer's warranty. I prefer to know that, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, if something goes wrong, I don't need to climb the roof to try to replace a panel because it's right. covered under the warranty that I'm paying for. So, so basically, um, when, you, when you buy a system, you, you mm-hmm. almost, some of these systems have a full warranty for the 20 or 25 years that you own it. Is that what you're saying? Right. So typically you're going to see everyone is selling solar. They're going to come to you with a 25 year warranty on, on their proposal. A lot of people okay. don't begin to find out what exactly is covered under this warranty. Right. So between Sonova and SunPower, their warranties are, are comprehensive. These are, you know, billion dollar companies. They have the resources and they've already put aside money to cover these warranties over the years. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with a comprehensive warranty, essentially, like I said, it's not just a manufacturer's warranty. It covers labor. So 20 years down the line, something goes wrong. 
you essentially have coverage for you know taking care of those repairs, replacing panels. The inverters are actually they're dead in like 12 years, and that's already tied into the warranty. That's something that's not explained uh, to homeowners sometimes when they're buying from you know you know Joe Solar or whatever it is. These other smaller companies that are out there knocking on doors. So the inverter is going to be dead in like 10, 12 years. In the in the in the uh, in your Sonova deal, you're essentially going to get that inverter replaced. So that's already covered in there. You, you don't need to come out of pocket for an inverter. Okay. And of course, the panels and all these other um, components that are part of the uh, part of the system, they're all covered under that um, warranty. Yeah. And then there's also the linear warranty, which essentially is, is, is the performance warranty stating that the system will perform at a certain level with, you know, obviously the, the, uh, the, the uh, uh, degradation over time is electronic equipment. So, um, you know, those things break down uh, gradually over time. But all that's factored into that warranty, which is also yeah. very important because if something just, you know, goes out and starts, you know, underperforming over, you know, a short uh, space of time, you know, a couple of years, five, six years, you're having problems, you want to know that this is not something I need to pay for. So that's the reason why I've been um, uh, focusing more on Sonova uh, over the past years or so it's a it's a cheaper alternative to sunflower of course sunflower is a premium brand if someone's more you know interested in in in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a premium brand then of course um we we can we can deliver a sunflower system but for the average guy trying to get a decent solar system and he's expecting that that system is going to be performing for the next 35 years or so then uh yeah you know you're going to save some money with a sonova deal i think we're so one of the questions that we the customers should ask just like when you're buying a car, you need you want to know what that bumper to bumper warranty is, and if you don't Absolutely. ask it, and they say, Absolutely. and they say, and some people get just they think, oh, I got a warranty on it, so that's great, but they don't read the fine print, is what you're saying. So the warranty just may be on cables, maybe on a panel, this, that, the other thing, but it may not cover the inverters, it may not cover the essential pieces that do wear out, like you said, or the labor, the, yeah, or the labor, yeah, or the labor. Then yeah. all of a sudden. 12 years down the road, oh, the inverter went. But I'm surprise. covered. I got a warranty. Yeah, on, yeah right. surprise. You know, uh, and people need to ask questions like that. You know, the important. So you said they maintain these panels uh, have to maintain a certain efficiency, and they, and they, I'm sure they monitor it, Nigel, right? Yeah, these, they, they all, they, yeah, I, I don't know of a, I don't know of a provider actually that doesn't monitor or offer monitoring, but typically you have an app that you download or you can log into a web portal somewhere and you can see what the system is generating over time. Um, Sunpower is a really cool one. It's actually a little bit better yeah. than the Sonova uh, app, but, but, but the Sonova app is still pretty decent. I mean, it's going to tell you what's going on in terms of your production. And especially since you're now going to be credited, um, I don't know if I'd mentioned this to you before, Jimmy, but as of January, uh, we now have a renewable energy credit for, for, for on systems that are owned, not leased or, or power purchase agreements. So mm-hmm. what that means is that for 20 years, if you own a system, you're actually going to get a direct deposit into your account each quarter for a certain amount of money. And the amount of money essentially is, uh, would be equal to, uh, it's a PBI, so it's a performance-based incentive. Uh, so whatever kilowatts the system generated over that period of time, you're essentially going to be paid around three cents and change per kilowatt. Um, so if you have a if you have a system that's you know that's producing 
10,000 kilowatt hours per year, you're looking at around $300 per year coming, coming back um, uh, for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So you can, I'd say you could factor that in when you're looking at your loan payments, you could essentially factor that in into your savings, right? Because it is mm-hmm. um, reducing your cost. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so it's important to understand how your system is performing so you can actually, you can tell what to do, you know, how much your system has generated. Uh, so you'll know, well, this quarter I'm, I should be getting a, a decent check. You might be getting a larger one, obviously, during the sunnier uh, periods. And then, of course, uh, come wintertime, uh, it would be those those uh, deposits would be lower. So I, it's quarterly that those uh, deposits are made. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So when they do set up the panels, which we know, they get they get as much the most efficiency and the most sun because so you're most efficient and you're, and you're grabbing all the kilowatts. Um, right. As you go as you go on, um, like like we said during the seasons, you start to lose the daylight and you're losing that. So the credits that you've accrued during the the more sunnier days, you, do you start using up those credits that you've accrued? That's how it used to be on the lease system, right? Uh, so somehow. and that's yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. So let me just clarify. So that's net metering is still there. So net metering is all the, you know, all the excess power that you haven't consumed is essentially banked with the utility company. Right. And by the way, let me correct, let me correct what I said before. That renew, the renewable energy credits are only for Eversource customers, UI customers, uh, folks on the UI, on the UI, in the UI footprint. They're not getting the renewable energy credits. They have just the one-to-one net metering, which means that if you bank one kilowatt of power, you're entitled to use that one kilowatt back when you need it without having to pay for it. That is still the case, whatever source. Uh, what we're talking about when we say renewable energy credits, we're talking about the total amount of power that your system has generated over the course of a year. You're going to be credited, even though you've used it, you're still getting paid just to re, uh, just to, just for generating clean power. Okay. All right. Interesting. That replaced right. replace the RSIP, if you remember, you know, couple of years ago when we spoke was the residential investment program where you get a couple thousand dollars deposited you, you get a couple uh, a thousand dollars as a state rebate on the solar system mm-hmm. so they kill right. that and now they're doing the RECs, which is the renewable energy credit there, there's still rebates out there through the state or is it federal when you buy the system so it's the federal in connecticut it's the federal tax credit it's still 26 percent until the end of this year okay all so right all right so so let's say you know, I know nothing about solar, which is not a stretch. Um, so to the person that, you know, is all they really know is that, you know, there's panels that get put on a roof. Uh, why do they need this? Why do they need solar power? What's what's the what's the, the, the pitch? Not necessarily, you know, in a bad way, but like what's the pitch to them as to why they should have solar power? Well, um, I think the main thing about having solar is a matter of um, pretty much just shielding yourself from all the BS that's going on. I mean, the energy market is volatile as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's going to remain that way. The price is only going to keep going up. You've got supply chain issues and, and, and gas and all that stuff. But besides that, um, they, they now have to invest a lot in, in hardening the grid. So that's infrastructure investment on the part of um, the utility companies. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of us who are paying them, we're going to be paying for this. And they have to do this because, you know, essentially to prepare for climate change. I mean, it's, it's, it's now, you know, it's, it's a real thing that's happening regardless of, um, you know, 
however folks want to interpret it, I mean, things are definitely changing. And, we're, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if we think about, I think um, one of those uh, sites, one of those um, updates that I got, so they're expecting that the grid is going to be, the situation with the grid might be critical come summer because the demand, just because of how hot it might be, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> that demand is going to be, you know, that's going to be putting a, a, a significant strain on the infrastructure. So we're mm -hmm. looking at, you know, potential blackouts with transformers going out and all these different issues. Now, if you're trying to, if you think about the guy with a Tesla car and the cost of gas going up, that guy's not bothered at all. He doesn't care what's happening. With no. his right. Yeah. If you think about the guy with, a, with solar panels on his home and that system was designed to generate all the power that he needed and he got a good rate on that system, well, he's now making fixed payments for the next 25 years or whatever that term is. It doesn't matter if the utility costs, um, you know, if the, if, if the kilowatt rate per kilowatt keeps climbing up. Right. And now the folks, with, the folks with battery backups, well, no, they don't care if the grid goes down. Well, unless it goes down for extended periods of time. But uh, typically right now, the average, I'd say a 10, you know, 10K battery, that, 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 that'll run the average home for around three days if you're, you know, pretty much just keeping the essentials running. Right. So having that kind of protection, I think that peace of mind, I think it's, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good deal. I mean, I, I, I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't like the idea of being exposed to all these uh, variables that just keep changing that are outside of my control. You know what I mean? Understood. So that we is talk, why we... I think solar is a good idea. That is why I think, you yep. know, converting as much as you can to electric, I think is a good idea. Perfect. Thank you. Well, we we talked about this a while back, and I thought this was one of the vital importance was that the energy costs through electrical, if you're going with Eversauce or UI, it raises anywhere between 6 and 8% per year. Correct? That's where we were last time. Yeah, so I, we've, been, we've been pretty conservative. We've been doing a 3%. Um, right. Escalated. Two, We've two, just been saying right. average across the country, but now it's they raise their supply. What is it like six to four percent? If you Google it on Eversource's website, it, they, they tell you <laughs> that they hiked it up well, in January. I, yeah, I mean they they, they guise it with the fact that you know you've got your usage and then you got the delivery fee and delivery fee right. is like triple whatever your yeah. usage is. And I still don't yeah. quite understand how all that works. But right, right. But if if you look at the bill now, you'll notice that the delivery and the supply there used to be a big gap. Now they're pretty yeah. much neck and neck. Yeah. Oh, are they? They, they okay. blew that up. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I think. We will return right after a quick word from our sponsor. So, buddy, I got to tell you. What? I love trees, but yep. I do not have a green thumb. <laughs> I don't either. Right. But what I found out, mm -hmm. since I'm ready to go, that fast-growing trees doesn't care if you have a green thumb. No. They offer you many tools to help you make your plants and trees perfect. Yeah, so you don't need to be an expert gardener to have a great yard. No. Every plant at FastGrowingTrees.com sells a raised and cared for by their team of expert growers. So all you have to do is put them in the ground. And if you have any issues at all, they have care advice available 24-7. Wow. So whether you're looking for that perfect plant or ready to de redesign your whole landscape, FastGrowingTrees.com has the expertise to make it easy. I absolutely love these trees. Um, I've ordered palm tree, and I've ordered uh, plants, and uh, they came perfectly 
ready to go, ready to get put right into the ground, and they're doing amazing. And you know, fastgrowingtrees.com is the world's largest online nursery. Did you know That's that? That's crazy. With expertise, care, and selection, you won't find it anywhere else. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash behind the studs right now, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Wow. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash behind the studs. Get them now. One more time, fastgrowingtrees.com slash behind the studs. Share with your family and friends. And a big thank you to our sponsor. Now, back to the show. Well, I mean, I think that's another thing, too. We discussed this before. Like, if you look into the future and you're looking at things, energy from electrical has to... They have to get supplied by coal or steam, right? Coal or yeah. um, fuel, fossil fuel, nuclear. stuff like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. nuclear. Yeah. So there's such a demand for that right now. So there you go. That's part of your delivery charge, I'm sure. Sure. That's going on with that. And now that everything is going up and going up, um, I say, why not go with the sun? There's one thing that we got to touch upon. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm jumping track a little bit here, which is important. A lot of these ads that I've been seeing, I see them on TikTok or I just see them in, uh, we have a $2,500 rebate if you use our system. Mm. We'll give you 2500 bucks to use our solar panels to put them on your house. Mm-hmm. Nigel, would you please explain that? How It's kind of like that smoke and mirrors going on with that. All right. So let me see the best way to answer that. So first of all, um, let me just speak from, from my experience. So okay. if, if my suppliers, if SunPower and if Sonova has an offer and they're saying, well, we're giving away a $2,000 gift card or whatever it is, then we'll just pass that right on to the customer. But, but for the most part, if you're talking about um, one of the companies that represent these, that essentially that the, the, the installation uh, companies, I'd say, um, that work for these, for the Sun Powers or the Sonovas or whatnot, there's nothing going on. They, they haven't put out anything. They're just trying to catch customers with something attractive. Then they might tell you, well, we'll give you $2,000 back or whatever it is. All they're really doing for the most part, and I can't say this is the case for everyone, but what I've seen is that they pr- they're just pretty much baking that into the cost. So sure. you're gonna get you'll get a yeah. check for two grand, but I mean that was already put into the cost of the the system, and it's you're essentially paying for that. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now, you're, you're essentially there... financing a loan, right? It's it's, mm-hmm. right. it's and it's really difficult to tell unless unless I mean I I am very transparent with what I'm, with what I'm doing. So if there is a Sunpower offer or Sonova or whatever it is, I'll say hey, you know. These guys are offering, you know, this this this, this promotional stuff, um, and you're eligible for that. Uh, but other than that, you know, if if they're saying, well, I need ten grand back for a, for a home improvement or or a new roof, I'm saying, fine, we can factor that in there. You're going to pay for it. We'll put the ten grand into the deal for you. And the good thing about doing it that way is that they do benefit from the tax credit, but they're still financing that money over over time. So it's really a matter of and it's and it's very low financing. It's very low financing. Point, yeah. Point nine nine percent. Yeah. That's under. Yeah. So that's 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 a win win. So Nigel, is there is there a dollar amount that you know you use that somebody's paying for you know electric every month that Different. you say 
you know, you definitely will will benefit from this. Or if somebody comes back and says, well, you know, I have a lot of propane. Uh, I got a propane furnace and I got all this other stuff. So I don't use as much electricity. Do you say, you know, maybe it won't be beneficial or is it beneficial for everyone? Well, um, as far as it being beneficial, that starts with the efficiency of the location in the first place, right? Not okay. everyone gets the same amount of solar exposure. So that's pretty much the first thing that I check for folks is that we do an irradiance measurement to assess how much solar energy hits this, this, this location over the course of a year. Because everything solar is really calculated over the course of a year. You've got to factor in winter and summer and all these different things to come up with what that real number is. So, you know, a lot of people are also confused by the fact that even though they have a lot of sun, they're, they're, they might not qualify for solar because of the design of the roof. Um, mm. So, and I, I, I don't want to, uh, let, me, let, me, let me just answer what you're saying. So the efficiency is the first thing that we want to we wanna assess. And if the numbers make sense, then the person decides. I, I really, I, mm. I, I provide the information. I, I just help, help them understand what's going on and, and allow them to make the decisions. I'm really not much of a sales guy. I, I, I'm more <laughs> of a, my approach, my approach has always been consultative. So, you know, let's look at the issue. Let's see if it makes sense. And here's the information. And, uh, and then I can, you know, kind of help guide them through understanding, you know, the benefits and so on. Um, so it's really, it's really not, it, it's really difficult to say. Obviously, folks with higher bills, especially folks who have electric heat, mm. well, that's, and right now dealing with the, I suspect we're going to be dealing with a lot of hotter summers. Right. We're talking about a lot more AC, you know, you know, running these mm-hmm. things. I've seen some of them, you turn it on and the light now is just dim. <laughs> so, the meter spinning outside, hot. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, um, yeah, if you're if you're a hundred dollars or or so, um, I've had people go solar with like a seventy dollar bill. It's a peace mm-hmm. of mind. They're you know they know that once this thing is paid off, they don't have an electric bill for, you know, you 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 pay this thing off in twenty twenty five years, it's gonna run another ten years or so. Yeah. Right. Um. You you essentially have free power for at least some period of time. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's it's really on a case by case basis. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So after 25 years or 20 years, you you bought the system, mm-hmm. basically whatever the plan is, and yep. um, when you when you buy solar panels and you have solar power, are you just paying off the bill with the solar panel? But are you also paying electrical also, or just the meter? You just paying off the right. electrical meter? You got two bills right. or one so bill? Right. So that's also a good question. So, and back to some of the confusion with solar. Um, you don't want to, you don't even want to shop around for solar unless you know what your average usage is. And it's very easy to determine what your average usage is because that's how you want to make sense of the whole thing. You're going to take your electric bill, which has 13 months of usage on there on page two, whether it's UI or Eversource, it's on page two. And you're essentially going to add up all those kilowatts to figure out how many kilowatt hours do I consume each year? And you will know if the past year was a normal year. If you went on vacation for six months and you were in a house, you've got to factor in that, you know, you, were, you weren't using power uh, as you typically would. So that's the first thing you want to figure out is, you know, just how much power do I consume? And mm-hmm. you, you can then determine, well, have I been, you know, pretty conservative and do I want to be more 
you know, do, do I do I want to do, do I want to be more comfortable, more you know, have more freedom and you know, running my AC a bit more, using these other electronics um, without without having to worry. And then once you come up with that number, then you need to figure out well, what's the cost for a system to offset this amount of power? So back to your question, Jimmy, if you have a system that has been designed to generate the average amount of power that you use and you don't exceed that amount of power, then you typically, you're not going to be paying uh, the utility company for an extra power. But it is not unusual for you to end up with a $10 bill here or a $20 bill, depending just because you overused, you know, you've used more power than the system uh uh, was was designed for right so that's, right you know those are important things because i've heard these nightmares of people getting solar and then oh i the bill is the same as the as the uh, the utility bill is just the same as it was and they have i know i have an additional that happened because no one really explained to them what they're getting into and you have a slick sales guy who just sold them a system that wouldn't perform and it's really right. now it's less common but back in you know the old days four years ago <laughs> i mean when it they started had, yeah yeah right. i remember they had this crazy guy they brought down from california to train us and i and i remember going out with this guy and listening to him lie to these people and I was like the first day <laughs> i went out with him i was like to hell with this i'm never going if i have to work like this i'll just i'll, I'll go back to, to the cable <laughs> right right, right. so <laughs> He was, what he was doing, and I won't name names, what he was doing is he was essentially telling people that the system was going to overperform to an extent. There is some truth in overproduction, right? Because, you know, they're, they're, running, off, they're running off a pretty good algorithm, you know, on the design side to figure out how much solar energy, you know, this area will, will get, you know, over time. And right. uh, if you have a really good, if you have, you know, a, not if you have a winter that's not bad, right, where we don't have a lot of nor'easters and so on, then you have less time where your panels are covered with snow. And if you have a really good summer where there's not so much rain, then you could end up with, you know, maybe 10% overproduction or so on average. Um, but in general, you want to understand how many kilowatt hours you need and how many kilowatt hours this system is going to produce. Mm-hmm. That is the most. That's one of the most important things that you need to understand. Then you can kind of make sense of the cost, right? Because you might be shopping around between a bunch of different solar companies. You definitely want to be educated in terms of how many kilowatt hours you typically use. You also want to know what kilowatt rate you've been charged by the utility company, and that's very simple. You simply divide your current cost by the current usage, and you've got your kilowatt rate. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. They might come yeah. to you and tell you that you're, you're, your rate is 26 cents per kilowatt and you have no idea because you've never done the math. And then they'll tell you, well, I'm going to sell you a, a power purchase agreement at 20 cents per kilowatt. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. You say yes because you have no idea. So that's the, uh, that's the unfortunate problem that some folks run into. All right. So different panels by different companies can produce different kilowatts hours correct so you have manufacturers and they have a variety of different models of panels you know 300 watts 350 360 400 all these different things um and it really gets complicated trying to have a customer try to figure out if they should get a 400 watt versus a 350 or whatever it is you know that is that is that might be a little bit complicated because it's 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 not 
it's it's not a very it's the math isn't simple trying to figure out um on your own what that production is going to be you 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 absolutely need you know a, a professional assessment done which is what we do for free all day long at one service energy but you want to you want to have a a very good idea because if you have like i said if you have a lot of sun um then you really don't need the most efficient panels because you have a lot of sun so if you look at the cost of say a 350 versus a 400 and you're looking at an extra five thousand dollars or so then you might want to decide well i really don't need that i have enough roof space and i get enough sun let me save the five grand and get the 350s mm -hmm. but you'll have customers who are like no i i want the i want the most powerful panel you're trying to explain <laughs> to them <laughs> yeah you don't need it but yeah we'll do it i mean extra five grand there but and, yeah, and if there is and if there is overage, is that something that uh, the utility companies are are paying for? Is it a buyback? Is that still going on or right. So it's a little bit more restrictive now. You can't really oversize the system substantially. I mean, I think mm -hmm. we're allowed one hundred and five percent or something like that on the previous bill, but we can make allowances for um, uh, folks who might be uh, getting an EV in the future. Okay. Um, so they might give us an allowance of an extra 3,500 kilowatts or so, which I think is what they're saying is the average usage, uh, usage for, for an EV. Um, EV. But EV. yeah, typically mm -hmm. electronic vehicles, so Teslas and, oh, and all oh, those. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My, 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 my bad. So um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You can't really oversize the system as much as before. Okay. Um, but whatever it is, Every single kilowatt that your system generates, and that's net metered, you're entitled to use that power back. And you will also be paid your renewable credits, your renewable energy credits on the entire amount of uh, power that your system generates. Hmm. Okay. Pretty good so, stuff. So I'm going to get solar power again. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it's just yeah. like makes, for me, it makes totally sense. Yeah. My bill's over 250 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money. And it's going to jump and go back up and go, it's going to be nuts. And I'm not even to the summer yet. So, hello. Yeah. And not that we want Jimmy to do this, but are there now uh, some DIY panels here where homeowners are putting them on themselves or? Well, yeah, so DIY has been a thing for a long time. Um, I mean, if you can, if you mean, you, if you have the knowledge, I mean, you guys are builders, so it's not that difficult, but, um, and you have an electrician, I think on the electrical side is where you're going get, to get hit with a lot of costs because, you sure. know, routing all that stuff and tying it in and meter upgrades and electrical panel mm -hmm. upgrades and all that stuff. I, I can't speak. I'm really not very experienced on the DIY situation, but I've, I've, I've peeked at it a little bit. Um, I mean, you can buy panels and pay someone to install them. I just don't know, you know, how everything plays out over time. I don't know how the warranties would work. I don't know. That was my question. Yeah, yeah the There's warranty. a lot that yeah. I really don't know about DIY, but there's all kinds of videos out there. I mean, for younger folks who don't care, you know, and you you have this, you have the the, the skill set, and you have the equipment, you can put panels on, and you mm -hmm. you definitely will need a professional design, um, and then you can go ahead and lay out that stuff. But um, yeah, I'm not a, I, I, I'm really not very knowledgeable on 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 the DIY situation as far as a, from a customer standpoint, long term, gotcha. you know, customer standpoint.
satisfaction yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. call Nigel. Call Nigel. Just just call Nigel. Have the so crew much come in. Right. Have the crew come in. I'm making oh. lemonade, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So I think we learned a lot. I learned a, a very much. Yep. So solar has come a long way in the past few years. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. I think the incentive yeah. to rebates yeah. and everything else is is there. Now, we mentioned something before, Nigel, well, it, that in, in yeah. California, right, mm-hmm. it's mandatory now that you have to have some kind of alternative energy source if you're building a new house. You have yeah, to have something. Since, is that what you said? Uh, what is it, 2000 or two, uh, 2001? I want to say 2000. It might be 2000. Oh, really? I, have, I don't really sell in California, but yeah, that's, a, that's an absolute law. You can't build a new house in the state of California. I think they're saying even if you're doing a home improvement or expansions or anything like that, you've got to have some renewable energy stuff going on there. Um, but I, 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 what I should mention, though, is the cost of solar is going up. And it's going sure. up. And I, and I said this years ago. I mean, you are looking at, it's, it's, what are you comparing it to? The, 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 the utility companies, right? So yeah. obviously, they're not going to stay. They're not going to stay where they were four years ago and watch you know, energy costs uh, just blow up. So it's not just that, but also the fact that there are supply chain issues. And I, I, I think mm-hmm. your word is tariffs on the panels trying to um, encourage more, um, more uh, local manufacturing. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, we know those are going to be costing a pretty penny. Um, China has been trying to do some little roundabout stuff to ship their stuff to other countries that are not under the tariffs and have them assemble them and then ship them to the U.S. So they're clamping down on all that stuff. And with that, we're looking at um, a significant increase, um, I think, over the next few months um, on the cost of solar. So if, 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 there's, if there's anyone who was thinking about it uh, seriously, then I would say now is the time to really kind of step on the gas and try to try to get at least a quote locked in. Right now, how now how far out are you on getting panels right now? Is it you know months or? So luckily, no. Luckily for us, we're pretty good. Um, the guys I work with, the suppliers I work with, they're pretty well stocked. Um, nice. One is able to sell cheaper than the other because he he had stocked up with. Uh, uh, a lower lower cost panel same mm-hmm. the same manufacturer but i think they're 360s so um there's a i'm able to to uh to to go a little lower with those guys um but for the most part everyone i've been everyone i've spoken to more recently they're no upgrading to the 400 watts and once you're in there now we're looking at roughly i think i've heard of two increases just of in within 30 days that's added two hundred dollars per days. kilowatt. Wow. Two hundred dollars per kilowatt uh, to a solar system. So that means yeah. if you have a ten kilowatt system, your cost went up two grand over the past thirty days. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's you know, I'm giving out window estimates that are you know thirty thousand dollars for people, and I'm like, you know, don't don't wait on it. It's gonna keep going up. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's just it, it is what it is. It's everywhere. Um, so I'm not surprised it's in the solar area as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a lot of sun, man, it, it's worthwhile at least getting an assessment done. Right. And uh, I, I think right. I think uh, it, the best way to do that is to actually call and speak to someone. Most of these companies have um, that. You, if you look online, I'd say maybe a good ninety percent or more. Your what you're what you're actually. Um, 
that any of these sites that you're actually uh, uh, connecting on, it, it, they're essentially what you call lead generation sites. So mm. they're prompting you to enter in your, your, your phone number and your email and all these different things. As soon as you hang up the phone, you got a hundred phone calls coming at you. Right. Yeah, so yeah. to avoid that, to avoid that, you want to try to speak with someone directly and have them provide information. Uh, hopefully they could send someone out to meet with you and do an assessment. That is, I think, the safest way to go. Um, other than that, you're, you're likely going to end up uh, in a lead list that's shared with every single solar selling guy out there. And you're, yeah, you don't want you're that. Just, you're, you're just going to have a, you know, a ton of emails and phone calls coming at you. Right. All right. All right. I'm good. How about you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I got really too much good. information in my head now. No, but it's, it's all good. I think <laughs> it's I, all good. I, out of this whole thing. It's a lot, man. I think as a, as, <laughs> yeah, it, is. it is. As a consumer, you need to do your homework. Yeah. Um, and I would get, you know, more than one opinion as far as a solar company comes out, see what they say. So, Nigel, I think you should have your own TikTok show, dude. <laughs> I, I think you're, Absolutely. I think uh, you're phenomenal. You're a great person and you're phenomenal and you're so informative. Yep. Uh, and you steer people in the right direction because I've turned customers on to you and they're like, wow, you know, they're, they, and they, they believe what he has to say. And I do too. Um, mm -hmm. Is there any, you want to give out your email or stuff like that? People could reach out to you if they have any questions and stuff like that. Uh, sure. It's, uh, it's Nigel, N I G E L, at one source energy. And there is one E between source and energy. So that's S O U R C E. N E R G Y dot com. com. So Nigel at one Nigel at one source energy dot com. One E between source and energy. Yeah, got it. And what's good about Nigel? He takes your call, and I mean, yeah. and and he's willing to discuss. You know, and I think that's really good. Um, you're a great teacher, my friend. Yes, you're, you're, you're great and informative, and I'm so glad that I know you, and I'm so glad you were on the show today. Yes, it's appreciate been, you coming it's been on. An honor. It's been an honor. Have it help, guys. Anytime. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, buddy. We did another one. We did another one. We made it through. Out of the park. <laughs> Out of the park. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> thanks, All right, buddy. Nigel. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Everybody, join us next week for another great episode of Behind the Studs. Yep. Sure. See ya. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Take care, guys.